Predator. Joe Gentili, right? Yep. So I got it right, right? Yep. Of I the didn't... Parma Gentilis. No. No. Okay. No. Already didn't. starting rumors. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, we uh, we did ask your name because when we were we were here with um, uh, Brian with a Y the other day, we were we were talking about how to pronounce your name and. I've already butchered a last name that I shouldn't have butchered on this show. I don't. I want to. Don't want to make it a habit. Yeah, um, definitely gets butchered a lot. Gentile, though, is how you pronounce it. Um, the correct Sicilian pronunciation pronunciation is Gentile. Um, but you know, when you got Americanized shit, because Americans are, are lazy. That sounds pretentious, Gentile. Right, right. Especially but, you guys can't see it, but his hands went up in the air when he said it. Like, oh yeah, it's a Gentile. <laughs> like he was unveiling his last name. Right. <laughs> All right, we had a po- we had a glitch in the uh, software here, but we're good. All right, yeah. Um, so your fa- family's from Sicily, huh? Yeah, um, second generation American. Right. Uh, my my grandparents came over in the twenties, um, and yeah. So it's uh, it's pronounced Gentilly though. Like I always tell people, it's like Jennifer Tilly, just Gentilly, but it's spelled like Gentile. Well, you know what? Something's weird about Jennifer Tilly. What's that? I can't tell if I'm attracted to her or not. Like, oh, I can, and I am. That's the thing. Like, I'm, there's sometimes like I've seen Jennifer Tilly and things. I'm like, man, wow, Jennifer Tilly. Then there are other times I'm like, ooh, Jennifer Tilly. <sighs> I don't know. I've stayed pretty, pretty dedicated to being pro Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, I'm pro Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. I mean, she's never. I'm not a fan of her work. No, it's she makes terrible. terrible movies. You know, people speaks. don't realize that she's an Oscar-nominated actress. I do know that, but what? I kind of never Supporting remember what it is. Supporting actress in 1994. It was the year Pulp Fiction was out, so she was against Uma Thurman. She okay. lost to Diane Weiss for her co-star in Bullets Over Broadway, the Woody Allen movie. Oh. She's fantastic in the movie. Yeah. And then her sister Meg was nominated in 85, so there Oh, my sisters. God. I forgot she had a sister, yeah. Meg Tilly. Meg Tilly. I don't... The I know the Chill, name. Psycho 2. Oh, uh, okay. Agnes of God was her nomination. What is the one that I saw... Oh, I can't remember. I can't. I, uh, Body snatchers. That might be it. Yeah, you that see, actually might be it. Yeah. So you're a mo- you're a movie dude. Oh, dude, it's insane. Yeah, it's literally. If I could get paid to, I mean, I, I kind of am now in a weird way. I wish we'll get to in a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, if I could get paid to just do movie shit all day, hundred percent there. Yeah. That would be cool. I and mean, we should probably get you in a room with our buddy Dan, uh, Dan Experience, because he also. Nope. Oh, no, is you used- know Dan. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're we're okay. So reverse a little bit. So <laughs> I, one of the things that I do get to do to, and get paid now with it is I run a podcast with a friend of mine called Academy Queens, and that is, um, it, it's an LGBT podcast from two perspectives of the gay male view on film, dealing with lead and supporting actresses. Mm-hmm. And Dan is one of our big Twitter followers, and so we oh, interact okay. with him all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's. I was Have like, you oh, ever shit. worked with Dan in no. comedy? No, no, he hasn't done stand up in a while. Yeah, uh, but I, I think he's at least he may be kind of considering kind of getting back into it. But but he'll be at the show. He he does two of the uh, podcasts okay. that are on our podcast network. Okay. Yeah, we actually used to work with Dan a uh, long time. We actually got to know him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's actually been on the show twice too. He's just he's he, he's a very similar. He just comes on and we don't really have to have have a plan and we can actually pump out an episode and it actually still works because we're all pretty similar in the way that we kind of react to shit. So do you go by Joe or Joey? Joey. Joey. So Joey Gentili is here. Yes. He's a second comic that we've talked to on our podcast after Brian Sternick. And you're going to be at our um, charity event yes. on November 8th. Yep. Super stoked you're coming on. Yeah. Pretty, um, pretty thank you very much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you So. Very much. 
You like to give the details of the yeah, show. Yeah, well, I mean, so it's going to be November 8th at the Bottle House in Lakewood. Um, we put it together relatively quickly, and, and I think one of the things that that, uh, that worked out for us is when we were getting everything together, the people that we needed to do their part did their part and did it really well. Yeah. So uh, we got in contact with John Armstrong, who we're trying to have on. Hopefully, we'll have him on soon. And in a matter of days, he had a seven-comic lineup. We had Ricky Smith on, who just when we were talking about the event, said he would MC, so that kind of fell mm -hmm. together. And then the venue itself, which we thought was going to be the hardest thing, and it typically is in doing this. When we started thinking about it, it kind of sucked to do it. Mm -hmm. But we finally found one because we knew we were going to have a good crowd. We knew we were going to have a big crowd, but we also knew we couldn't throw down a $3,000 deposit. At right. least we didn't want to put down a $3,000 right. deposit yeah, well. uh, just to rent out. So we're not actually renting out the bottle house. Mm -hmm. It's still going to be open to the public, but they specialize in events. It's a big open. So have you ever been there? I haven't. This actually was my first time. So oh, really? Oh, okay. First for a couple things okay. for me. Uh, yeah, it, it's a big open space. I think it'll work. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of room, uh, and uh, there's patios. I mean, there's kind of like three rooms that are all kind of connected, but they're all good space. And I think for the amount of people that we're going to have, it's going to work really, really well. And, and the plan is this goes well, and I think it will, to this be kind of like a regular thing. We just cut, put on more shows. We'd right. love to keep doing that. We like doing the podcast, but doing the live shows is fun. We've done live podcasts. I'm really excited to do this because we've never really done it before, but fortunately we got smart people yeah. doing these things for us yeah. as opposed to letting <laughs> us do it. So we, uh, tickets are on sale already. Uh, 10 bucks, hundred percent of the proceeds are going to the charity city dogs. Uh, we're not taking a single cent out of it. Um, we'll lose money. Right? We're going to lose money. Oh, I thought you said we'll drop 50 money. bucks at the bar that night. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, it, we're, we're literally 50% uh, through ticket sales already. Are we? Yeah. yeah. So if you nice. know anybody who, oh, yeah. yeah, like seriously though, well, like it's just on sale too. Yeah. Like they only been on sale already. for not even a week. Not even a it week. It went on last, last Tuesday, six yeah. days, and we're 50% of the way yeah. through. So, I mean, we were promoting it a lot beforehand, but and so people were already just coming out the gate buying. So, I know a lot of people, and I know we're still literally two months out from this, but I urge everyone to, you know, we only get a certain amount of tickets. So yep. if you're going to buy, buy quickly because they are going fast. Yeah. So, Which is good. I mean, well, we, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we want we want everybody to come, have a good time, and, you know, enjoy the comics and give to a good cause in Cleveland. And we, so we can do it again. You know what I mean? We're, we're trying to find this niche, and, you know, we've got this platform, and we want to give back to the community. So... Um, that's what we're here doing. So glad you could be with us tonight yes, and promote this. Me. And yes. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so one of the things that I, you know, you gave me the gift of coming on and talking out a little bit. So I wanted to give you guys a gift. Oh, thank you. Um, one of the things that I found hilarious about this was, um, me being lured by two strange men into the basement with the promise of alcohol. <laughs> so God, this, this comes up so often. So. I wanted to have the last laugh here and bring you a little treat from Chicago, Malort. Okay. Have you ever had Malort? No. So you can. So you, I pour them shots. They're in front of it. Yeah. Uh, both of them. Uh, Malort is strictly only able to get in Chicago. Okay. Not even sure if it's available throughout all of Illinois. It is known as the nastiest liquor ever put on the market <laughs> because it's got like botanicals. I, I call it like ghetto chartreuse. This looks like what would be used for a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it smells like it, too. Right. <laughs> so some people say it tastes like pencil shavings. Some people say it tastes like ass. I think uh, it tastes like ghetto chartreuse. Okay. 
Pour shavings so, inside an ass. I wanted to cheers both of you All right. with this and All let right. you enjoy Malort. So do we shoot this? Do we? Um, I'll just shoot it. Oh, I'm not going to shoot it. You're this. not going to want to sip that. Yeah. All right. It's that bad, it's, huh? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an acquired taste. I don't think it's as bad as it was hyped up to be, but it's not a great flavor. Well, then I think we need to salute. Here. Yes. Salute. Salute. Oh, cheers. Um, holy fuck. <laughs> Poison. Oh, oh, that is just. <laughs> I mean, that is terrible. Welcome to Malort. <laughs> Population one. I'm not staying here. <laughs> so, oh, that is just terrible. Yeah. So that's not even like legal. Oh man. Like, I know Porco has Porco has Malort, but they can't legally sell it. So if you ever go in there and it's at your birthday, they'll give you a shot of Malort. Okay. It just oh, it fucking lingers. Ooh, that's bad. Ooh, yeah, that you, hangs um, out. That hangs out for a while. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, no, thank, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? You're not the first person that has told us about that, and uh, there's reasons behind this. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. Walls are concrete. It's great for sound. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm not allowed to do this in any other room in the house. <laughs> um, but also. It's not the first time. This actually came up a while ago, and he oh, pointed it out man. to me. It lingers. It yeah. lingers. Yeah. That <laughs> My saliva out. tastes like just bitter acid. Yeah. yeah. I might have 12 beers tonight just to get rid of this. It's come up before. Yeah. It's come up before women and men, because we've had about the same amount, women and men. Yeah. Our first was our friend Savannah, who's actually helping us with the fundraising, because mm-hmm. she's the one that introduced us to City Dogs. That's where all the proceeds can go for the show. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was messaging her through Instagram. That's how we met most of the people. And he sends me and says, like, dude, go back and look at that text, that that message you just sent. And it's basically just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'd find me and my buddy. We do it. It's in my basement. Uh, we'll give you as much alcohol as you want. Uh, there are no windows. Uh, not a lot of ventilation. Um, I, yeah, really looking forward to it. And at the time. Savannah, God bless her, is like, me too. It just showed up. And at the time, this light didn't even work. This is. This is ninety eight percent of the please, lighting in the basement. Please tell me it just flickered like that creeper <laughs> basement. Do you know what I mean? It like, did for a little while. Okay. okay. We we literally were doing this in a dimly lit basement with no windows and offering alcohol. <laughs> oh, so. this is Malort. It's it, still there. It's still there. I, like, I'm, we're drinking beer on the side, but it's still there. I'm not. Oh, and like I feel like every time I swallow, it just comes back. Now it's to the point where I'd rather saliva just accumulate under my tongue. Like I was, yeah, I was actually thinking about what I was going to have for dinner later, and now I don't want to eat at all because I don't like my mouth anymore. (laughs) Would you like another? Uh, God, you're more than welcome to the bottles right there. So, um, uh, thank you. I might do one more. (laughs) I hope you do. I actually, kudos to the first person that does it. So, how when was the first time you had it in? Three days ago. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Three days ago. Yo, this is not a hobby. Yeah. This is not something that I'm. Oh, like, we didn't know. We're like, this dude drinks this on the reg, right? That's oh, fucking no. crazy. I'm gross, but I'm not like that gross. Okay. Um, no, I my friend uh, Gabby, she's getting married. It's my friend of 20 years. She's getting married. She went to Chicago to get all the booze because it's so much cheaper in Chicago. All right. I was like, hey, give me a bottle of Malort. She bought it back. No way. Oh. Mm. So you what? asked for it and got it. Why can you only get it in Chicago? It's only a Chicago thing. You can't get it anywhere else in the country. Or has everyone else just rejected it? No, it's actually... <laughs> like, no, no, don't bring that here. It's, it's fine. It's actually the most popular drink in the state of Illinois. Get out of here. I'm not kidding oh, you. Those people are weird. They are weird. It's very <laughs> odd. So um, we were getting ready to record. You were talking about how you... So you just came back off of tour? 
Yes and yes. I, I need to call it what it is, and it is a tour. Okay. Um, I uh, have been in the quote unquote comedy game, comedy scene for two years here. In, okay. In Cleveland, and I, I okay. So I used to live in LA, and I worked in marketing for the Viper Room. So I did quote unquote. No shit. Yeah. So I did. We gotta talk. We let's talk about that. Yeah. You want to oh. go there first, or you want? Yeah, let's go there first. Okay, like, go I bet you've seen some shit. Oh, I've seen shit. I bet. Yes. Like, and I've literally seen shit. Wait, like the day yeah. I rolled up to my apartment in West Hollywood, there was a homeless man shitting in the street. So I oh, yeah. wait, isn't that who, where the famous, that's where River Phoenix died? died. That's where I'm saying yeah. River Phoenix, Phoenix died, died, died inside the Viper room. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Um, it was on Halloween. So every Halloween, the Viper room is closed. No oh, shit. that's right. No, yes. that is right. It, yes. it is. No it's kidding. actually closed every it is Halloween. Also, um, do you guys remember a couple of years? Well, it was probably early 2000s. Um, but there was a movie uh, from Aaron Sorkin that came out a couple years ago with Jessica Chastain called Molly's Game. Okay. And um, there were all of these illegal poker games being held in the Viper Room in the basement. So it was oh, early I remember 2000s. That it was movie. like Tobey Maguire yes. and Neil DiCaprio would all go yes. and do, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal would all play, allegedly, would all play um, poker in the Viper Room. So that's also oh, information. I wanted about. you to say roulette so bad. You know, Toby McGuire, all these actors yeah. down there just getting hammered playing roulette. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I worked there. Worked that's pretty. Cool. That, that is pretty interesting. interesting. I was only there for I was only there nineteen to twenty, so I wasn't even technically allowed in the club like uh, during business hours. I, so, so I worked everything outside of that. So did you meet any of those nutty celebrities? Yeah, I mean, I've 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 I worked with Robin Williams, with Prince, um, damn, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, who is a character. Without a doubt. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, I know. like her, by the way. I, I, I know. Like, I do too. I think she's funny. She's hilarious. Yeah, I she's really she funny. did. Um, a, You're okay. A net, a Netflix special not that long ago. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, her breed of comedy is very, very shtick. It's very on point to yeah. what Ellen DeGeneres represents. Yeah. Um, it's not something like George Carlin or Lenny Bruce or, you know, it's very clean cut comedy. Yeah. I mean, she made it big by literally eating a Whopper on stage. So. Oh, really? Oh, you never heard that story? <laughs> no. Yeah. So Ellen DeGeneres is like first big time up on a stage. She got on stage holding a, a Burger King bag with a Whopper in it and started eating it and started, was like, oh guys, I'm so, so excited that I'm here. So sorry. I haven't eaten. So anyway, I was on the highway. And would take a bite and then chew. <laughs> and then she's like chewing for what seems to be a minute. So yeah, I was on the highway and couldn't get here. And God, I was thinking how, how hungry I was and would take another bite. And literally her whole set was eating a Whopper on stage. <laughs> and that's how Ellen DeGeneres like, got noticed. I knew um, she had, I think she was the first, I, I'm, I really don't want to get this wrong, but wasn't she one of the first or if not the first comic on the Johnny Carson show that he asked... Female. That's you know, what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. I left that out. You're right. Then Malort's really messing with my head. Then Malort will fuck with you. Yeah. It, it already has. Oh, can I swear on this, by the way? I mean, I already have. But... Um, we can't, but you can. Oh. So. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. So, in the, this is a recent development. Yeah, this is very so, recent. In the last two episodes, we've, we've been getting feedback mm -hmm. that, and we, we take the feedback seriously. If someone's like, ah, you guys did this, I don't really like it. I'm like, well, you know, is what it is. Mm -hmm. Some people like it, some people don't. One of the things that we can control that apparently we're turning people off on is that we swear too much. Um, the problem with this, and I think it's more of a parenting issue, <laughs> is that we're getting feedback from these people's children. Like, why are your kids listening to this fucking podcast? Um, hashtag fuck them kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, 
no. <laughs> so, so we actually. So I won't um, if you don't want me to. But no, 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 no. It's, fire, it, look, we, we don't even we don't even have to. Uh, but we. It's one of those things where it's like, kind of turning into like a running yeah childish competition. Now it's a joke because he and I are not good at it. Right. Like he and I swear and don't know we're swearing. I've been in. It's just the way I talk. Something drop the fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we oh, don't know it. It's not. You know, it's something that I say. And actually, it's, it's just another word. It's, it's funny like there or them. Fuck. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny just, because it's um, Joe's right. Like we don't, we don't have to. At this point, it's one a challenge. Yeah. Two, it's become a joke inside of a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna keep it going. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of funny. Yeah. We did try one episode. We, we uh, when we reviewed Eric Carmen's Hungry Eyes, yeah. we 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 were very. That song's creepy as hell. If you really listen to the lyrics, someone needs to check into that dude. But we tried for the entire episode to not swear. Mm. And it's really hard. Yeah. It's it's difficult, especially the two guys who, again, use swear words yeah. as if they're just, you know, they're just parts of it's the predicate and subject. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey man, how's your fucking morning? Right. I didn't need to say that, but I do. Right. <laughs> so what, is what, what were is. we what were we talking about? Oh, when you... uh Ellen did uh Ellen did. So I went to the Viper yeah. Room. Um, I forgot how we got on that topic though. No, oh, I, I, I asked. on tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I used to live in LA and work in marketing, so I have a marketing brain for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I started doing, and I also have a lot of contacts, like LA contacts, like agents and managers and celebrities and yada yada yada. So I moved back to Cleveland uh, right before I turned twenty-one, and. Uh, Always kind of thought about comedy, and then two years ago, I just was bored. Went to LVT at Lakewood Village, mm-hmm, Village Tavern right. for um, their open mic, and packed room, killed it. I had no nothing shit. planned. Got up on stage, winged it. Um, got invited to do my very first show the night after that, and it was just like the ball rolling. So for that, it, sorry, I mean to cut you off, no, but I because I, the last couple weeks, months, we've been talking to a lot of comedians, so. Like, we talked to uh, Ricky Smith. He's, like, super introvert. So, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, how did you even get on stage right. if you're such an introvert? Mm-hmm. Brian just seemed pretty comfortable in pretty much any room what whatsoever. <laughs> I, I feel like his stage is the same thing as if I'm talking to him, like, at Burger King. Like, it, it's just... Because he works there. <laughs> he actually works. He, he works with <laughs> that's elderly works people, there. and he cleans urine. Yeah, uh, we, we have established that's that. That's true. But, so, you didn't really seem to have a problem with this. No. Like, are you are you comfortable? Are there nerves? I mean, especially first one now, is that something that comes and goes, depending on the show, depending on how I you feel? I am nervous before every show. Okay. Um, if I'm not nervous, I'm going to bomb, which every comic bombs. Mm-hmm. I've been very lucky to only ever bomb once, and that was <coughs> the second show I did right after LVT. So you're feeling good about yourself, and you got God smacked. Yes. Okay. And... Um, Nice Alice in Chains reference, mm-hmm. which I did that. Right. Yeah. To be honest with you, though, it was weird because it was the same set from the night before. It was just the crowd. Okay. So okay. I mean, the crowd definitely does play into yeah, it. Totally sure, yeah. Totally. But no, yeah. I'm nervous before every show. Once I get that first laugh, though, it's like putty in my hands. Like I own the crowd. Oh, oh it opens up. So if I'm not nervous, I'm gonna fail. So can you and just uh, and not to relive a terrible experience, but I'd, I'd <laughs> like you to. Uh, so I because that's something that he and I are probably never going to experience. And we've. Mm-hmm. Toyed with, just we've toyed with doing stand-up. I I don't need to do it. I know we'll be bad at it. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just know we're not going to be good at it. It's not our thing. Mm-hmm. But what's that like when you because you're um, so you're bombing? How long was your set? It was only a five minute set. But five minutes can be an but eternity. But five minutes seems like an eternity. Sure. Now like ten like the longest I've done so far is thirty five minutes. Wow. 
Um, wow, that's a lot. And none of my jokes I've, I've ever written. Like nothing. I, I I'm not a I'm not a joke writer. Like Patrice O'Neill was a person who wasn't a joke writer, and for some reason, not that I like take a lot of inspiration to Patrice O'Neill, but I'm like him in that way of we never wrote shit. We love Patrice O'Neill. He's come up several times on this whenever we talk about because we love we love Patrice O'Neill not just because of his comedy but because of his uh Non-censorship ins- stance. Yeah, the, the, the I'm, stance but I'm would, the same because yeah. I take a lot of inspiration through Lenny Bruce and Don Rickles and Joan Rivers. Yeah, like I, if I'm old not school. Ma- yeah, if I'm not making you uncomfortable, I'm not doing my job. Mm-hmm. But that five minutes of bombing is just like, oh, God, okay, 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 hurry up. <laughs> um, it's uncomfortable and you feel like you failed, but it happens to everybody. Yeah, you're not a comic unless you bomb. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, to do what you guys got to do. Passage. It's like it's like uh, it's like working in a restaurant and you know you're you're going to spill something on someone at some point. It's a rite of passage. But yeah, so um, I started doing that within um, the first year, or within the first year, within the first six months, I did this like online thing with Margaret Cho, and we worked together. You and Margaret Cho? Yes. Okay. And then with her, and then I did something with Rosie O'Donnell, it was like the same, the thing, it was not even about comedy, it was hashtag kill your rapist, because it was right around the uh, Me Too movement that started, or even a little bit before that, and... um, Anyway, I posted a really good set that I had on my Twitter. Margaret and Rosie followed me. Margaret passed along to other people. And within my first six months of comedy, I got an invite to do The Tonight Show. No way. Yes. Um, I turned it down for a couple things, though. Uh, number one, I just wasn't ready. I, and number two, I can't do clean comedy. I, it's, I couldn't. I, I got with a room of writers, tried to put stuff together. It just didn't work. It, it doesn't come off natural for me. So I didn't. What do, are do you the, doing here? Like, <laughs> right? Bro. Viper what? Room, Carson, L. Like, I'm like. Why are you in Cleveland, what is, Ohio? What is, well, hold on. Are you hiding? No. If this Why is are you room. hiding in my basement? My dimly lit basement. Because you promised booze. And I delivered. <laughs> now you tell me who you're hiding from. No, no. Like, I've had, I've had really good opportunities. And some I've taken. And some I've gotten. And some, you know. It's my marketing brain. And this is where I'm, I'm sure. running around to it. I ended up um, getting an entertainment lawyer and pitching a project to HBO last year. So I took a, last August, well, I took between August and February off of Cleveland Comedy. March rolls around. Scene Magazine's Best of Cleveland comes out, and I get a um, uh, Best Male Comedian nomination. And I was like, holy shit, like, I haven't done comedy here in six months. Clearly, I'm doing something right or did something right. And then I ended up placing third behind Mike Polk and the Bill Square, and then it was me. Okay. So because of that, I was like, you know what? This is cool. It's neat. Thanks for the honor. Um, fuck you, because I didn't win. No. Um, <laughs> but no. So I was like, let me take that, and let me see if I, can, if I can expand that. And then that's where the tour started. So I ended up, my first gig post uh, getting third place was Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. I did the show with Jim Gaffigan in May. And that was a blast. And then from there, I did. Uh, I was in Sacramento at Momo's, did San Francisco. So that was part of my tour. Um, it was actually really cool because that was July. And then while I was in Sacramento, I get an email from the booker at Gotham who was like, hey, there was someone in the audience. They want to get a hold of you. Can I send them your email? I'm like, yeah. SNL scout. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting to audition for SNL as a writer this past July. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It was, that was cool as shit. Yeah. That's why I was like, if that's your reaction to what are you doing here now? I just like, Oh God. Yeah. Well, I just, I want to, I mean, Patrick and I have done stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have I've been snowboarding. Yeah. I, uh, I used to play basketball in yeah. college. Um, uh, I got, I, I, I have satisfied nearly four women. 
<laughs> I mean, nearly all as are close. deceased. Uh, <laughs> all are deceased. <laughs> Holy shit! It's, it's, it's a different story. Black, okay. wi- Black Widow deck. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, man, that's that's it's been insane. That's it's awesome. been an insane year. Also, I'm bad, can, can I ask how old are you? Twenty-seven. That's okay. a lot. In a very yeah. short amount of time. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, I'm still not done. Like, I've got Vegas coming up, which I'm, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it yet, but fuck it. Um, I'm going to see Gaga in Vegas on Halloween, and I'm in the middle of negotiation for pay right now to do the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club at Caesars Palace. Oh, that's great. So hopefully that comes to fruition. But outside of that, I've got um, Zanies in Nashville coming up and Denver, and then I'm done for the year. Okay. It's, so this is my first Cleveland show, like, big show in a very long time really yes well we're honored thank you thank no you. Thank that's you. no thank I, you for having me like seriously no no no, no, no. We, we again we think it's going to be a really fun time and i think the this is kind of like a trial run for us to kind of put on a show because we'd like to keep putting on shows he and i are big fans of comedy mm-hmm. we're obviously we want to promote stuff in the, like the area and if we can get people that are in the area to do these shows you know more better i mean and, and i'm excited about it i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and i do like the idea of it's not a lot of money mm-hmm. for seven seven comedians in an MC, yeah. seasoned people that are really, really funny. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Um, so I have here, I like to kind of bring things that are um, a little bit of a surprise to Joe. And I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to do here. Okay. Um, I have here, it's off Ranker.com. It's the greatest tabloid headlines ever. Okay. You're going to have some more Malloy. I'm just, I'm Wait, so did I say that right? Malort. 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 Come on. <laughs> have some more Maloid. <laughs> no, wait, have some more. Let's all have another one. I'm going to have another one right. just because, right. you know. Because we're going to do this. Let's, let's prime ourselves. <laughs> God, this is. I truly, I honestly Ugh. think that I could put this it's, in my car. In all honesty, the <laughs> I sh- really think this <laughs> yeah, would get me to work is, tomorrow if I put this in my the car. The shot is bad. The, the, the seven minutes it's to what ten hangs minutes out of aftertaste after. is yeah. like it doesn't. Yeah, it's what it's what just sticks Salute. with you. Yeah, thanks again for coming on, buddy. Of course, thank you for having me. God damn, that's bad. That doesn't get easier. It gets worse. It oh get my god, easier. it didn't get better. That's weird. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so god. awful. All right. All right. <laughs> Joe needs a chaser. Um, so again, this is on Ranker, uh, the greatest tablo- tabloid headlines ever. Thank you. Yeah, make yourself at home. Yeah. At oh, Joe's home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. All By right. all means, if you come to our dimly lit basement, you can drink whatever you want. Yeah. Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. Um, the first one. Mm-hmm. This is on... Uh, God damn, that's so bad. It's still going. It's just bad. Like, I don't smoke anymore, but I feel like if I lit a cigarette, I'd blow up. Oh, yeah. This would be like something... I feel like if Joe's you lit a cigarette, right, could... I'd blow up. Yeah. If you had that in your <laughs> like car... Like, we're all flammable right now. <laughs> if you had that in your car... And you were stuck in the middle of Lake Road. I think that would give you... Is that Avenue or Road? Does Lake. Matter. Well, there's Lake Road in Lorraine. There's Lake Avenue here in Lake Avenue. Road. And you were like, all I got is this Malort. You could get home with that. You could get home with that. All right. I feel like chopper um, with that. The uh, headline on here is, Fat Cat Owns 23 Old Ladies. Okay. If that were real... <laughs> like what? Like like what do like, we think that story's yeah. about? What do you think? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious what it's about. But like, yeah, what do you think this is about? Say it again. Fat cat owns twenty three ladies. It's a huge cat. It's a giant cat, like bigger than a, a kitchen table cat. Mm, no, see, I instantly thought of like, like 
Scatman or like I went there too. Musician. <laughs> I went there too. Right. Like the nickname of like a performer right. in the 30s. Right, right, right. Welcome to the stage, fat cat. <laughs> like oh, that I went like the whole like, <laughs> like that. Right, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Scooming him up, doop doop. That would actually and be he better. has twenty three ladies in his harem of like you know his opium followers. den. Of there like, you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, opium den. Yeah, he won that. Man, my lord, opium. Where are we going oh. with this today? Uh, oh man, my lord is that's rough. It is a it is a tubby tabby rules in a retirement roost. What? That sounded concern. like a riddle, like for children. Tubby tabby retirement roost. There's yeah. too many T's. <laughs> this next one, I. Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf eaten by a badger. <laughs> I mean, the, that, onion article. That was. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty straightforward. So I know what occurred. Right. I just don't think it's true, um, because badgers don't eat dwarfs. <laughs> that's that was the that incorrect was part of what, that's what yeah. stuck out. To him. So that's absurd. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf. What is that? Was a sex dwarf? Yeah, I think it's a I'm, sex slave, but smaller. But is that? I mean, is that? I'm looking. It's a miniature pleasure. Looking to our. I love you're going to Joey. Like, <laughs> Joey. what's your experience? Right. You you worked at the I've Viper Room. I've done some fucked up shit. Yeah, you worked at the Viper like Room. So what's going on with sex dwarves? Right. Do you think that's a real thing? Seriously, this is the Inquirer. None of these are real. No. Um. All right. How do things like this still exist and not get sued out of oblivion? I love uh, it. Do you know who our president is? I mean, half this shit is uh, Donald J. Trump. Yeah. One of the greatest we've ever had. <laughs> Fuck it, I can't even get through that. <laughs> like, it, this is but I, mean, but I mean, the Inquirer has been around since I was a kid. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. Like, how do things like that, because that's a very specific, I it's, mean, they're targeting Gordon Ramsay, who I imagine has a decent amount of money. How do these, or is it just something that are like, it's so absurd, there's no sense in even paying attention to it? it, it it's, it's just satire. It's fun. I think, I, like, the Inquirer is like Mad Magazine for adults. Like grown-up adults who never, you know what I mean? Like who never had a sense of humor. Do you, do you or think there diploma. are people who look at those headlines? Take it to heart. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. really? percent. Oh, yeah. That's why those things sell. No one. No, I thought they sold because they were meant to be funny. I didn't know like people. No, they I were think real. people hundred percent buy that as le- that, that's law. <laughs> it's, it's law to them. It's like propaganda. Did you hear what? Did you, you know hear what just happened today? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay, sex dwarf, is no longer with us. <laughs> Get eaten by a badger. No, I hundred percent think that people. I think people. People view that as the same way that they view Fox News, MSNBC. There are people out there that actually take that to heart. Yeah. The best part about this is the you can't see it, but there's a picture of a badger. <laughs> oh, they caught the badger. That's good. <laughs> it's just it's a badger. <laughs> it's like you know, it's not the badger that ate the sex dwarf. So it's we're still assuming this happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I we're have appalled to. that they didn't catch the actual badger, <laughs> <laughs> right? All right, you ready for the next? Yeah, one? that's that's Great. sad. Uh, alien Bible found. They worship Oprah. Oh no, that that, would, that's just the gays. That just makes sense. <laughs> Those are just, just the gays. Wait, the gays isn't like you're looking at gazing at somebody? No, no it's like gays. sucking dick. Oh. Those are the gays. <laughs> I, mean, I knew what he meant. Thank you. <laughs> He's literally on the other side of the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do when I laugh because I got to get away from the microphone. Oh, dude, it's like a yeah, it's like a <laughs> machine gun right into the fucking mic. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I we I think I knew that gays liked Oprah. I thought they. I did. Is that a thing? No, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Oprah though? I mean, I don't really got I, an opinion. I guess. I yeah, I'm I'm indifferent. 
Like, the thing about Oprah is, like, I love, like, the story of what she started as to, like, Oscar-nominated actress to multi-bajillionaire tycoon. Like, in the Dude, end, they don't even have a name for the number of dollars she has. You know what I want to do, account? though? I Just, like, I want to just roll naked in Oprah money. I'll give it back. But I just want to, like, roll in it. And Oprah money specifically? Like, she's on the money? No, or like money, money. she Okay. Her money. Maybe sneak a bill in my crack or two. But, like, you know what I mean? Just, like... Well, I mean, I yeah, I didn't know if it had to be specifically her money because we can take out like a, a like some of our money we can put on the ground and you can roll in it. This we, we basement, don't, we don't have so much. So fucked at this point if that happens. <laughs> oh yeah, because we've really taken care of it since. No, then. no, I mean, <laughs> I look mean at between, this fucking hell. I mean, between the lure of the creepy basement with two strange men with alcohol, and now I got. I disagree. Money. I think it's a story that people that no, lure people story, down here. But this is fantastic. This is the one I where Joey it. G rolled around in. By the way, I'm going on Joey G now. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. All right. This will be the one like when you like when you make it big, you're gonna be like someone's gonna be like guys delete be, that. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna we're gonna get a cease and desist. Can you guys take that episode? Down? Our first ever. I'm so excited <laughs> for our first cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> like my publicist is frantically on the phone with lawyers like get it down get it down right yeah i i will say that if there were aliens so here's the thing about like and this is not my joke i heard somebody else tell the joke like if there were aliens and they were watching us they would think our dogs were in charge because we're the ones that Picking have them shit. on a leash and then every time they shit we bend down and pick it up like who, who in society does that have you seen that rick and morty episode where that no. happens no. <laughs> yes, there's a there's an episode I think in the second season of Rick and Morty where the dogs take over and it's like the dogs take the humans to get fixed and the dogs are in these like robot outfits and it's really hilarious. Family Guy actually does a flippy episode like that too where like the uh So somebody stole the dogs the show. are walking the humans around too. Mm-hmm. It's really funny cuz Stewie takes like a shit in the yard and Brian's like well, I gotta clean that up, and Stewie's like, "Here's a thin napkin." Oh, <laughs> fucking gross! I once, I once was mowing my lawn. This is a true story. This is several years ago, I mowed my lawn. That sounded more sexual than I thought. Yeah, it might be sexual. Cool. I mow my lawn, right. and I see this unbelievably attractive woman walking a dog, and the dog stops in my front yard and takes a shit, and this unbelievably attractive woman has to then dig for, like, a little blue bag. And, like, you know, you tell it was a carryout bag for, like, a giant eagle. They, like, bend over and pick it up. And I was like, man, that just killed the whole thing. <laughs> like, it was, it was like, wow, she's really, oh, man, that's unfortunate. Like, Honestly, I would have been like, oh, she's submissive. <laughs> Did I read that wrong? But it's I'm not, sorry. It's not at all how I looked at <laughs> it. But, but I think if aliens um, were watching us, they would wonder about us. And I could see them, like, worshipping Oprah or being intrigued see, by her. What was the – uh, so Joe Rogan did a joke about that, about, like, uh, aliens, if they come back, they'd be like – all they'd be like is these people just taking pictures of their dick and shooting each other in the face. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like, you guys got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one. Uh, Saddam and Osama adopt a shaved ape baby. Oh, that's great. Oh, Purgatory must Wait, be killing it what? right now. Obviously, this is not a recent one, right? <laughs> Good for them. I mean, if you're going to have a shaved ape baby. I well, mean, I mean Osama, uh, the Osama story came up right before 9-11 anniversary, too. That's pretty pretty solid. Hadn't even thought about that. No. Yeah, right. the timing of this could be good. I wonder if this ape baby feels any shame. 
Well, you also have to keep in mind, those two are probably really busy. They probably can't have a baby normal means. Mm-hmm. They have to buy one and then, you know, nurture it. I wonder who's the bottom in that relationship. I bet they switch equal opportunity. I honestly don't. Go. Honestly don't. I, I got to be honest. Like, how does one determine? Like, Actually, is it yeah, just... that's a good question. How do you determine if you're a bottom or a top? Like, is that just experience? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm neither, by the way. I suck on every <laughs> angle. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm My wife's like, out. you're not good on top or bottom. Uh, why don't you just leave the room and I'll handle shit? No, I mean, I th- so I, how does that come up? I definitely think it's experience because people realize they're not bottoms if they don't like it. I mean, I, I, that's kind of how it is. You have to try it to like it. I mean, I wasn't like like when I was realizing who I was. I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm gay. Oh my god, I must be the top because you don't fucking know until it happens. Agreed. I mean, my cousin's straight and he hates he hates eating pussy. Why? Because he tried it and doesn't like it. I mean, I think it's the same thing no matter what your sexuality is. Oh, well, good luck to your cousin because chicks like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, wait, I do have a question. You said so. How how late into your life were you before you realized? Yeah, I'm not. I was three when I realized that I liked boys, but didn't have a name for it. Um, like I was three years really old. three. You remember like all yeah, to three. Yeah, I was um, in preschool. You remember how like boys would line up with boys and girls would line up with the girls to go yeah. to the bathroom. I was three, went to the bathroom at the urinal, and I look over and see this other little boy. Again, I'm three. He's three. And uh, I remember seeing what would have been a three-year-old penis and thinking, wow, that, that looks cool. And so like, I, it was like an attraction right then and there, and I didn't have a word for it. But it was, I would think I was around 10 when I finally like realized it. Because I was in like this weird circle jerk with my next door neighbors who were like also, he was 10 and his brother was 14. So I was like really into like what they were doing. So it was like, oh, I was into it. So Wait, a legit circle jerk? Yeah. That's actual, that's a thing that actually I happens. Yeah. I got to be honest. I, I thought that was just a punch. I thought that was a joke. No, or a we, band yeah, we, were, we, were, we were like 10, 10 years old watching porn, jerking it in a circle. No what, way. Yeah. What are their full names? <laughs> no, I mean the, 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 that's something that uh, we actually we've talked about in other episodes. They are too. straight, by the way. They're not gay. They're not gay. Like they are. They married with kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but that's a. Uh, it's because I, I I've heard from people that know they're gay that, that this just comes at very different mm-hmm. times in life. People married had kids, yeah. and then they're like, that's well, actually the thing, not the what... thing is too is like I mean I've been with women. I've been with. A woman six times. Um, a woman six times? Not the same, but... Okay, like, okay. Gotcha, like, gotcha. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right, you don't have to throw that in our face. We've been with women, too. <laughs> but, uh... Kenny, you have a lot of hair. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta put it up. It's like down past my tits I was now. gonna say, I was gonna ask you how do long it actually, is. Yeah, how far does that go? I'll take it out. You wanna see? Yeah, yeah I mean, right. that that looks like some That's serious... a mane. That's yeah. a straight-up mane. Um, there's actually two, two ties to it. Um, Holy cow, dude! He just flipped his fucking hair. That's There's like, so much. Damn, oh dude! Oh my gosh, that is a lot of fucking hair. <laughs> I'll sell it. How much you? How much you want for? It? I mean, I, one bottle of Malort. Yeah. <laughs> dude, fuck that! I'm gonna get a fucking picture of this. I can't believe that's a lot of fucking hair. Yeah, I'd love to have hair. Give like, us your best. I'd love like, to have hair. Period. Oh, dude, he's poke. <laughs> I like. Do I even want to see this? Oh, that's great! You're like you're you're Superman posing right Wait, now. Oh no! Give you... me another one. Give me another Superman pose. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, that's even. Oh, better. that's even better. Yeah. There you go. I actually, uh, when I get on stage, one of the uh, my opener always is because uh, I'll always wear like my hair in a twist up top and I have this down. 
And I'll be like, you know, despite what I look like up on here, I'm not about to put on a live action version of Moana for you. <laughs> and it kills as my opener. So as soon as I get that, it works perfectly. Um, but no For the show, about. if I could recommend, Side Ponytail. Oh, I'll do it. That's like 80 like, Side I'm Ponytail. Talking, like Deb from yeah. Debbie Gibson. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Deb from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, from Napoleon Dynamite. The Side Ponytail. Yeah. My hair is so heavy, though. I don't think it'll say. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that, that, your hair looks like... It's like... <laughs> Your hair, you have so much, your hair looks like it honestly might be like seven pounds. It's so heavy. It's very, it and looks is, really heavy. This is not even all the way natural. It's a lot curlier. I kind of look like if Diana Ross and, and a Munchichi fucked. Like, that's my hair. And a Munchichi. Yeah. Wait, you were sick. I did say that. Oh. <laughs> what? I made a Munchichi reference like three episodes ago and everyone's like, no, that didn't land, asshole. What? No, I didn't get it. Way I... up in the sky are the munchie cheese. I don't oh, know what a munchie. Munchie, munchie, hoffery, and cuddly. Ah, oh, Joey G, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I don't even emo- I don't know what a munchie cheese is. That's before my time. I'm a ninety. I've been born in '92, and that was an '80s thing. So. Yeah, but you still know shit. You, I, do. I will say, I was. I'm, I'm impressed with your knowledge, like pop culture, movies, TV, and shit. Because I thought I was pretty good, and you're. So. You got about. You didn't like You're not going to commit to it? No, it's very heavy. Like, <laughs> like, it's leaning. like weighing you down. <laughs> like, I'm leaning. Um, what were we even talking about? Uh, well, we were all over the place. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, yeah. Tops, so, bottoms. Tops, bottoms. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so like, I, you know, I've been with women, and I know that I'm not bisexual or straight. Because for me, yeah, it feels good, whatever, does the thing. But I have to, like, jerk off to gay porn every time I have sex with women right after because I don't feel satisfied. So I, I've done it and I've experienced it, but it's not my thing. So I mean, that, you have to just experience things. So actually, in there right there is another thing too. Like, cause mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, how do you, I guess like the first time that you have sex with a woman, you're like, not fucking into it. Mm-hmm. You're like, but I have to still finish this off. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's the, the arrival of kind of like that realization that I'm not, cause obviously we've never experienced it, but I mean, it's, it's, how do you get there? You know, how do you know? Or is it just something you just just do know? Listen, I'm not one of those gays that are like, ewy, 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 vagina, slimy, gross. That's not my thing. Really? Because pretty- we're like that. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, ew, clean it up. <laughs> but, you know, ewy, 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 slimy, <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah, that was great. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> I want profit off of that fucker. Yeah. You can have hey, it, Hey, it's actually. recorded. It's we'll do it for you. your podcast yeah. t-shirts. Um, no, I mean, I think it just has to happen. I mean, but I also view sexuality and sex differently because I... I have been because I have daddy issues. I like older men, so I um, I've been with many straight men with families and wives and kids and whatnot, and that's where I kind of view the difference with me as well. Because yes, I'm having sex with women, but I'm not bisexual or straight. Because sex is one thing; sexuality is something else. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I get that. You know what I mean? So it, that's just how it works for me. I get that, but at the same time, how do I... no? I mean, you, honestly, I see what you're saying, but t- I mean. Tell me you're not going to get hard and into it if no matter who it is on the other end going down on you. It's going to happen 99 out of 10 times. I got to be honest. Like, we, I, I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that, that's what I mean. Like, that's just part of it. Like, you don't know until it happens. And if it happens in your lifetime, cool. Yeah. If it doesn't, cool. Yeah. Literally not for everybody. I don't know if I'd care. I'd be so happy. Like, because most people just aren't into me. <laughs> So I can't be picky. <laughs> you know, if someone finally decides, I'm like, well, no, you're not. I'm like, I got to take what I can get. Not a lot of people sign up for this. So I actually am interested. If Look, if I ask a question, you're like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to talk ahead. about that. Go ahead. Um, the whole... I literally talk about gay fisting on stage. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you're good. The um, 
Finally, that was are my you, next question. Are you a Tool fan by any chance? I never heard of Tool until this new album came out. And because of the whole Taylor Swift so thing? Funny. No. I'm I assuming because like you're Swift. gay? I know. <laughs> That's erupted. No. That has like, really been... How dare you assume my musical interests? No. I like a couple Taylor Swift songs. That was songs, meant to be the I, joke. I, like, I Wait a minute, fuck! You're like, how dare you assume my musical? I do like some of her stuff. <laughs> no, um, I never heard of Tool. And the weird thing, I just posted about this the other day. I was like... I've never heard of so many people or never saw so many people talking about Tool and this band they love forever and <coughs> this new album come out. Like, I'm like, all these people are fucking posers. I listened to some of it. I thought it was really cool. I think there's like a German song where they're talking about chocolate chip cookies, which is an actual thing, by the way. Um, they have this song that they just recite a chocolate chip cookie recipe. And mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking, that's trolling at its finest before trolling was a thing. A lot of humor in their music. But I found Tool to be like fish with these 30-minute songs. And I'm like, God. It's a very different version. Like what you're listening to now in this mm-hmm. current album is not like Tool from like '92, '94. Yeah. But the, the 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 fish reference kind of makes sense because Tool fans are rabid. Like they are mm-hmm. they are diehard with everything that they're that they they kind of put out. But I think I think what Joey's saying is he's talking specifically about like a ten minute the, like the length of the song. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and it's a ton of music. I yeah. have ADD with certain things mostly just life in general. So I, like, after a couple minutes, I think even, I can't even get through Layla, the whole thing. I think Clapton's Layla is stupidly long. Doesn't need to be that long. I'm the same way. Uh, There are very few songs that are past five minutes that I can, like, actually... I can do that just because it's a drinking Uh, game. You know what I mean? Right. Or, like, um, I think Baba O'Reilly is probably the single greatest rock song ever made. Also a long one, but you and, you forget how long that song but it, is. It's so good, but it's very very good. Yeah. So I mean, it just it depends. Tool. I never like I said never heard of them, but I, I dig their sound. But I won't like seek them out. I asked because them. they have a song called Stink Fist. One of, that's my favorite one, actually. Yeah, it's that's my favorite song of theirs. Is Stink Fist. It's great. But yeah. you would literally just talk about you were talking about fisting. That's what made me think of it. So. You were talking about... Finally, um, by the way. We've been here, what, an hour? Finally came up. We've been doing this podcast for a year and a half. (laughs) Jeez, and finally! finally We've been trying. We've been baiting people for years. (laughs) Bring it up. The Crisco is in the other part of the bag after. Okay. Oh, Uh, sweet. (laughs) We love interactive guests. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where was I going to go with this? Oh, 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 oh. So the whole... You were talking about daddy issues. You're into older men. Um. Do you find, or is it still that a lot of those older men hide the fact that they are gay? So they're living the life of a straight man, but living this completely separate life of, you know, I'm hiding this from everybody, but I'm doing this thing. You see it. Or by, and like you said, by also maybe need that second. I mean, hard to feel but they're fulfilled. not openly by. I can't speak for anybody True. else but myself. I'm also of a different, obviously, generation. Like, I came out as bisexual at 13, and this was Brokeback Mountain era. So it was still like Brokeback Mountain, and there was a show on uh, Showtime called Queer as Folk. Those were like the only representations of gay people that I had. And one was super, super toxic, aka Queer as Folk. And the other one was. You're gay, you die, which is broke back now. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, spoiler alert, it's been a couple really, of years. Really, I've never seen it, so I, I, I honestly didn't it's know It's a that. great movie. It, okay. I mean, it's a beautiful love story. It, it, that's what, what it essentially is. Um, but I, so I've been open, I've been out for almost 20 years. Jesus fucking Christ. I've been open for almost 20 years. And um, 
I can't speak for others because again, I've lived a different life Mm -hmm. and you know, I, I, again, I think for some people there's a difference between sex and sexuality, but for those who are, who do come out later in life, I think it's super sad that they never got to experience life as it was supposed to be for them. Well, yeah, because they probably, you're not living, I think what you're saying is you're not living a fulfilled life or a full life because you're always, you're hiding. Yeah. 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 Constantly pretending who you aren't. Right. You you're an I mean? actor who's not getting paid for it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. So. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like Brokeback Mountain. Do you know what? I don't like it either. I, think I thought it was boring. I think it's a beautiful love story, but it's boring as it's fuck. It's boring. Thank you. It's boring as fuck. Like a lot of people, that was the year two that Crash won Best Picture at the Oscars. I didn't like Crash. See, I thought it was the best of the five. I actually did like I Crash. I did like Crash. I, I, I really thought Brokeback Mountain was fucking boring. I really did. I thought th- there were parts of the movie that were very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like when, when it really kind of examined kind of what they had to go through to, to, to hide or what they felt they had to go through to hide. Yeah. But it was long. It was boring. If I'm, I don't know. I, I thought it was really boring. I, I but saw, I wasn't allowed to tell anyone that because people that get mad. Right, yeah. I saw Crash once. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, eh. I don't understand I, why this I, movie... I, I thought it was good. So that year... Not to get in, into super detailed movie talk, but you had, for Best Picture, you had Crash, Brokeback Mountain, Munich, Capote, and Good Night and Good Luck. And all five really suck. But Crash was my personal favorite of the five. I liked Munich. Most older white dudes did like Munich. I was going to say, I like, like Munich, that, too. That, like, I'm not, <laughs> Up top, old white guy. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, you know... I'm not like a PC police. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but I had trouble getting through Capote, though. I was like, God, this is oh, fucking terrible. stupid. I mean, they, re- they really picked the best of the five worst movies, pretty much is how I view the 2005 Oscars. So Really? Not, yeah. I, the only time that like a movie's won an Oscar while I wasn't kind of torn on it was, I think, recently, is I thought 100%, uh, I don't remember, 2018, maybe, when Moonlight won? Moonlight, yes. Moonlight was, was fantastic. So good. See, I've still not seen that. Why, that movie why is fantastic. Why do you hit the gaze? No, I didn't know that. I okay. had no idea that movie. No, hold on. Let's let's explore this, Patrick. <laughs> we haven't talked about your hate of gays in several days. No, I've heard Moonlight <laughs> is. I've heard Moonlight is really good. It's really good. And actually, um, and it's it's the same year that La La Land came out. I thought La La Land was really yeah, really because, good. Oh, but I then La La I La Land. really I've not seen that either. I hate La La Land. But no, that was the year um, because. Uh, Faye Dunway and Warren Beatty read off that La La Land won Best Picture. Oh, they fucked it, it up. And they That's fucked right. it up. And then the, La like, La they Land had to stop had the to... ceremony, and it was because Moonlight actually won. The lo- the people from La La Land came up. They're like started reading. They're like their thank you. They're yous. like actually sorry, Moonlight won. The, and they actually looked over How and said, screw that actually up? no, this isn't a joke. Yeah. You really won. Come up. So that was a real thing. Uh. So what happens at the uh, okay? So what happens at the Academy Awards when you get um. There's people on either side of the stage that have an envelope for the category just in mm-hmm. case something like this happens. Then you have your other um, envelope as well. So there are numerous envelopes of the same category. So Emma Stone, for this is how we're, you look a little confused. So Emma Stone here. Uh, sounds like that's won, exactly what happened one here. One best picture or one best <laughs> actress for La La Land. Okay. So somebody on the other side of the aisles accidentally took the other best actress La La Land envelope and gave it to them. To read off her best So picture. somebody off to the side screwed up. Screwed up. Mm-hmm. And so instead of saying, huh, best picture is Emma Stone La La Land, which that's what it said on the card, right. they're like, Beatty's. La La Land wins. And everyone's like, yeah. what? Yeah. 80 year old Warren Beatty just read the first movie title he saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that, it was awkward because the Lala and people came up, and there's a lot of them, and they were already on stage. Oh. Going in. And they're like, "Thank you for." They're looking at like actually Moonlight, and they literally said this: "No, this isn't a joke. You won. Come up here." Yeah. Oh man! And, but I thought 
Moonlight was uh, the better film, though. I thought Moonlight. I've heard it's very good. I thought Moonlight, I, Moonlight was definitely the better film. Moonlight's one of the better films I've seen in general. It's fantastic. What's um, Ali is his last name? Uh, Mahershala. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's great. He's in House a lot of, cards, of good stuff. Uh, he just won his second Oscar this year. Did he? Yeah. He's he won good. For yeah, for Moonlight, for too. Book. Yeah. Yeah. He's Oh, Green Book. That was another one I've not seen that I want to see. Him and Vio Morrison. driving Miss Daisy Part 2. It wasn't good? It it's caught okay. some shit. It caught some shit for winning. Yeah. Really? But he's very good. He's I've been, heard. He's good in everything he does. He was yeah. great in House of Guards. He was great in, uh, what's the one he did with uh, with Ryan Gosling? Um, oh, Place uh, Beyond the Pines. Yes. Really good movie. And he's going to be the new Blade for Marvel. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really? He's taking oh, over they're doing yeah. that again? Yeah. That's Dude, rad. I loved Blade. Well, he kind of pulled a Shelly Winters, which I feel like I'm going to have to explain that. Yeah, you really do. Quick. Absolutely. Please do. Really quick. So, <laughs> Shelly... <laughs> Shelly Winters um, was <laughs> no. Two- they played a real uh, a real Max Morgan here. <laughs> Do you not get that reference, idiot? <laughs> so Shelley- You're really making us feel dumb with some this of these is references. My podcast, though, like if you guys listen to the podcast, I'm gonna listen. Like, no, we this are. Is, it's intense. Uh, no, so really quick. So Shelly Winters won two Oscars between 1960, no, 1958 and 1964. Um, so in the early 70s, she wanted to do a movie on the. Uh, studio was like, we don't think you can act. And so Shelly Winters left this meeting, went back, put down her Oscars, and go, bam, bam, some people think I can act, and got the role. Okay. Damn. So, right. I mean, she's got two Oscars. Yeah. Like, go Shelly Winters. So Mahershala, literally, after he won a second Oscar, went to Kevin Feige and said, I want to be Blade, make it happen. And he's like, no okay. shit. So he, he pulled a Shelly Winters. He can yeah. do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. He can do it. Th- so, because this happens a lot too. When, when mm-hmm. you. Th- have you ever like seen those things like some people that was about to play this role, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard for you to kind of picture? Yeah. Like a, a famous one is uh, Tom Selleck was actually the first choice for Indiana Jones. Ugh. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real fucking thing. Yeah. And you're like, horseshit. Nick Cage <laughs> almost played Superman. Yeah. Have you seen the screen test for that? It's horrifying. I yeah. Want, I want to see that documentary. He keeps I can't trying to anywhere. steal the Declaration YouTube. of Independence yeah. as Superman. It's weird. Oh, wait, but are you like, serious? That, no, no oh, that's a joke. Oh, that's that clearly only I got. Treasure. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I yeah, did you did, it. Joey I G. Sean Penn was going to be Superman. I mean, the, the, there's there's so many like that, but there's this one. He and I actually today talked about one, is that Sasha Baron Conan was the original to play Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. which I was like, I can see that. I yeah. think he'd be really good at that because he's got this new show on Netflix. I think Movie. he's good. But this is another one. Him as Blade, I get. 100% mm-hmm. I get. Yeah. They tried to do a Blade show. Remember that with that dude from Onyx? No. Oh, what a Was the rapper from Onyx? What a pot. Yeah, no. Sticky Fingers. No. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. Sticky Fingers. No way. <laughs> that, was, that was a Z at the end of that. Joking. I'm not fucking around. That was, was one the season. Black Sheep? Yeah, it's terrible. Wait, that wasn't no, Onyx. No, no, not Black Sheep. Onyx is Slam. They did that oh, song yeah. with Biohazard. Da, 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 da. Yeah, let the boys be fucking boys, apparently. And apparently, letting the boys be boys is creating a terrible television show based on an awesome movie. Thank hmm. you, Sticky Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's Shelly a real Winters, thing, huh? but I can 100% see him as Blade. I think it'd be awesome. By the way, I like how the stories literally just went from like, how do you know you're top or bottom to <laughs> fisting to <laughs> Blade to Blade. <laughs> like the, the see, I think they're related. I think they're related. <laughs> That's to Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters and Shelly fisting. Winters and fisting. <laughs> right? No, that uh, to be honest, and this is kind of what we did with Brian, and we've done this in other podcasts. These are my favorite types of podcasts, are the ones that are kind of like YouTube rabbit holes, where you start with one thing and all of a sudden you're like, how the, how do we get here? Those are the best kind to me. All right, Joey's we have looking... to take a break because Joey's looking for a beer. No, 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 no. We're not we're not taking a break. 
Um, man's 175 mile an hour sneeze blows his wife's hair off. Wait, what? That's correct. Why did the bitch have a weave on? <laughs> no, she's. Why was he f- just? So he had a sneeze. So he's like, "Oh, sweetie, can you come here, please? I'm losing right in your fucking face." <laughs> you must have been right in her face. <laughs> Christ. 174. I want to know how they were able to measure his sneeze in that moment. <laughs> well, it can't be because it's not real. This is one that I would love to see. You ready? Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle, by the way. The severed leg hopped to the hospital. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The severed leg hops at the hospital. Like like young Frankenstein. (laughs) There was actually... Do you guys ever watch... uh, This might be because you're younger. Uh, Tales from the Crypt? Uh, Oh, yeah. I remember the movie with Jada Pinkett. Yes. Wait, there okay, was a so movie no, with Jada so, Pinkett, no. Tales yeah, from the Crypt. It was a show, but it was it was a show, but became a movie. I remember the show with the movie. Crypt Keeper. Yeah, there was a there was an episode. Wait, 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 hold, hang on to that. So, because was the was she a child in this, or was this much later? No, she was Jada Pinkett in the early nineties. Okay, I'm pulling it up. Hold on. All right. Well, while you pull that up, continue. So there was a show. The 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 the. the uh, Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. There was one of the, and these things got dumb as really, really bad. Like they were clearly struggling for storylines. But it was this kid that was a basketball player. Demon Knight. Oh, I remember Demon Knight. Oh, crazy thing. <laughs> Joey, we can just delete this entire podcast. <laughs> Take your fucking phone. God, what a dick. <laughs> Shows up, gives us gasoline, and says it's champagne. Jesus Christ. But no, uh, there was an episode of Tales from the Crypt because they got really, really bad. Because mm-hmm. it was a popular show, but they kept just... The, the the episodes were getting really bad. And there was this one where this kid was working for a mortuary, but he liked playing basketball. And there was this thing for somehow, for some reason, his legs got cut off. And there was just this shoe and this leg hopping down the <laughs> stairs. And that's what made me think of it. Like, it's so... I remember as a kid, even just like, this isn't scary. I don't... I can't... I can't stand this. Yeah. But yeah. So- was this Demon Knight like? Oh, still back to this? Not still. I haven't left it. Oh, was it one of those like I left where it. it was multiple? Was it? It was multiple anger. different stories no, it was within. One story. It was one it story. Was one the whole story. thing. I just remember like everyone dies. Spoiler alert! Except for Jada Pinkett. So she was one of the few black people to ever survive a horror movie. And it was Billy Zane was like this hitchhiker dude. Holy shit, uh, he is in that it's movie. It's this bar in the middle of the desert, and she ends up in the attic. Oh, it's been a minute, but. Black people survive horror movies. Um, Very rarely. Buster Rhymes in Halloween, Texas Battle, in Wrong Turn 2, name another. Um, I, I have a... I have, um, Buster Rhymes should not have survived. LL Cool J in Halloween H2O. Kelly Rowland doesn't uh, make it out of LL Jason cool, versus, LL Cool J yeah. has survived several horror movies. He survived... His career? Deep Blue oh, Sea. Oh, yeah. Okay, but here, here's, here's the weird thing about it. It's kind of like... Again, my references are always movies, but it's kind of like when Halle Berry won the Oscar. She's the only black actress to win a lead Oscar. It doesn't happen very often. You know what I mean? Like, so that stereotype of black people don't survive movies is for a reason because you don't see these characters of ethnicity like ever making it to the end. They're disposable. They're red shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but that's because of the other stereotype that black people are bad actors. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, wait. All right. Just him. <laughs> so, starting to feel like I may have got some bad intel. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, well, let's move on, I guess. <laughs> you and your other friends in white sheets. 
I think you went too. I made the joke and you went too far. Oh my god! Obviously, we don't hang out anymore. I know. I know. I don't even knew where I was going with that. No, but that that is because you think about that. That's a running joke in comedy. Yeah. Black people not making it to the end of horror. The reason that exists is because it's real. Literally, okay, so last probably when you saw me at uh, at the distillery, we had done a, our um, a Halloween comedy show. John Armstrong was on that show, and I was hosting it. And I like nobody really. I mean, people who went to see the comics know who the comics are, but for those who didn't know who John was, I introduced John as, and this next guy wouldn't survive a horror movie, and it was John Armstrong, and nobody got it until they he walked on stage and laughed. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. There is a, I will tell you, the one thing, and I actually don't think this was the one from a year ago. I actually think it was maybe like three months ago. You told a joke that, uh, it wasn't even a joke. You just told a story that really kind of stuck with me. And we talked to Brian about this a little bit too, about dating. Mm-hmm. You Gay read, dating. You read a message that you got <gasps> on Tinder. Yes. Oh, okay. So that was it recent. Was, dude, it was, it, was, it. it was a lot. Oh, you had it? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, it I'm was, gonna when it he the... said that, I was like, actually, I don't want anything to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to do it at the show. So should I wait? It's up to you. Up to you. Up to you. But it's it's something. So I talk about Grinder and Tinder and, you know. So you're on these apps? Not anymore. Okay. But um, I I was on them, and I got probably my favorite one that I've ever gotten. Okay. That's kind of, yeah. So it literally <laughs> it literally reads, hey, big sexy. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. You're I thought you were talking to Patrick. You should let me pour brownie batter in your butthole. Then let it pour all over me. Ooh, especially if we wait 45 minutes after you smash some T-Bell and drink three espresso shots with Fossy hands emojis. Uh, it'll be like my own little brownie earthquake. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I responded to that oh-so-most-romantic piece of literature in my life. Diamond place. That's, that's the modern-day Romeo When and where? Juliet. When and where? No. Um, my said, parents I, met the same way. It's so weird. <laughs> it's actually your dad. <laughs> he passed. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> wow, that just took off. <laughs> yeah, so that was like, uh, yeah, that was that was like three months ago. Yeah, it was you were at that it, show. It, uh, so, uh, were so you was, walking through? Oh man! Well, I was, so I was walking through. So what was going on was uh, we were doing a uh, a uh, a walk for Social Paws, who's one of the the fundraisers that we work with. Okay. And uh, we were doing it was like a doggy, just a doggy walk through Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the stops, actually, yours wasn't one of the stops where we liked the distillery. And my wife and I were like, "Stop, get a beer. It's it's a nice day." So we brought our dog, and we sat there. And I'm like, "They're doing comedy in the middle of this." And then you were emceeing, I think. I was hosting that show too. You yeah. were hosting, yeah. and you came up. I was like, "I didn't know he was a comedian because I, I've been there two or three other times. You've like served us, mm-hmm. and." Uh, you walked and you told that story, and I was like, the the funny thing about it was, it's in the middle. This is a restaurant. There's no stage, so yeah. he's telling the story, and I'm like, there's people like eating cake. So and that's what made it better is that everyone's eating. I just picture some like kind of like conservative older dude just like, well, let's <laughs> see, we're leaving. So that I do bartender as my nine to five, and um, I started a comedy show in the distillery there. Last year, so October, November, we did a show in the actual like distillery room, 
and then got kicked out because someone got really pissed going to a comedy show that one of my comics did an anti-Republican joke after he just did an anti-Democrat joke. So I'm like, fuck that shit. Right. You see where they're at. Yeah. And I wouldn't stay for that either. I I had uh, reworked the show and created um, Cleveland's own comedy brunch. So that is uh, the city's only comedy brunch show because it's oversaturated with night shows and everything. And so it was a whole market that wasn't tapped yet. Wow. And marketing brain. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so people who go there buy tickets. So it is a, you know, everyone who's there is there for the show. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just something that um, you happen to come on. Then The no. next one's actually um, September 29th. We're doing a, a, a roast of me. Okay. So John Armstrong's on it. Uh, my favorite my favorite comedian in Cleveland is Liz Blanc. Oh, I she hate her. She is. hate her. <laughs> oh, no. she is, I was like, what? I was like, oh, okay. Fuck yeah, you. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> no uh, so she's like my my master roaster. Uh, Brian Sternick will be on that show. My uh, a couple of my friends will be on that show. Where's this at? It's at the distillery. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to go, tickets are uh, eight bucks. They're on event. That's pretty that, sweet. That actually reminds me. You, we got to get a uh, like a list of your uh, uh, upcoming dates and things like that because we want to mm-hmm. promote that. Not just the show. But we want to promote you, obviously, comedian wise. We want to make sure we get people out there. That's, I know. That's We're Saturday adorable. the twenty eighth. You said no. Um, Sunday the 29th okay okay yeah okay so it's a bi-monthly comedy show and we were originally going to do a different one but we decided to do a roast and it settled on me somehow and i was like all right let's do it let's just hear people talk about how i'm fat and gay for an hour and a half <laughs> why not <laughs> why not whoa how did so You're gay yes what? has this come up no <laughs> it's not come up not yet Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, we can edit that out, right? <laughs> no, that was too good. Blown so, away. Um, blown away. <laughs> Literally blown. How <laughs> they got on the show? Yeah. <laughs> Told you, can't be picky. You know, it, 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 what's interesting to me is, first off, the idea of being roasted mm-hmm. is, it's a nightmare to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, it's being comfortable with yourself for one. Yeah. Well, okay, that's actually where I'm going. Yeah. Like, how long... That's literally where I was going. What yeah. I wanted to ask you was, like, how long did it take you to be comfortable enough with yourself in... You you said it, right? Your physical appearance mm-hmm. and your being gay mm-hmm. to, be, to be completely accepted. Like, that takes fucking balls, So man. here's the thing. I'm a larger-than-life personality. I'm a lot to handle. I know this. People who don't know me right away usually don't like me. If I'm being honest, too, like, I don't really, like... I, I, I'm kind of, I've been called the rule breaker of the Cleveland comedy scene because I don't follow the rules. Okay. Like I've been told numerous times by older comics who've been here, I need to pay my dues. And I'm like, fuck that. If I'm good and people notice, why would I say no? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have quote unquote many friends in the comedy scene. Sorry. Can you explain more on that? What you're talking about? Like the, the like tenure seniority, is that kind of what you're going for? Yeah. So I've personally found like, I've, n- I don't book a whole lot of Cleveland shows. Like I've done hilarities once. But, like, there's – the Cleveland scene is very clicky. And it's clicky through, like, the – and I'm not talking shit. It's mm-hmm. just the truth about it. It's, like, the accidental comedy crew. So it's, like, Bill Squire, Mary Santora, John Bruton, you know. Excuse me. Um, I actually assumed it was because of how fast John found comics. I thought you guys were just, like, in a network that you guys all just worked together. No, but, like, the comics who I put on my shows are the comics who I work with all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 like, for me, I, I'm very much, like, a view askew with, like, Kevin Smith. Like, I'll work with the same people all the time. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, I'm not, I'm not very, I don't know if it's welcomed or I'm, I'm just, I don't get booked here. 
so like I get booked other places. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get booked one place in Cleveland during Pride season, and I'm one of like three gay comics here. And I'm the only one to have gotten, like, the nomination, for an example. Are you serious? Yes, but I booked Honolulu Pride. Like, I could book other cities, and I'm booking these big clubs, but Cleveland clubs won't book me. And it all is weirdly clicky, and because I didn't follow the rules, and I didn't pay my dues, as I've been told, I don't get a whole lot of love from these more experienced comics. It's just how it is. But yeah, I don't but, give a shit. Because, yeah, I was going to say, why would you care? Right. Like, if you're, right. you're you can go somewhere else and do the exact yeah, same thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I worked, I mean, it's, I, I do have more experience in the actual entertainment industry than these people because of my past and mm-hmm. like the things that I do now. Like, hello, I pitched HBO. I fucking did the SNL thing. Like, I, hello. Like, but also, too, I've worked with um, the Cleveland, had a Cleveland Film Commission, and he said it perfectly one day. He's like, Yes, these movies come here, they film, but then they leave. And he goes, if you're ever serious about making an entertainment, you have to go to the entertainment hubs. Chicago, New York, L.A. No one's making it from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be a comic who lives in Cleveland. I'm sorry, you could be a comic from Cleveland, but you're not making it because you're in Cleveland. Most Cleveland comics wouldn't make it in other cities. The Midwest is their sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I'm glad you can do it. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sell out MSG. Comedy is a stepping stone for me. From what I want to do, so which ultimately is, I would love to actually do SNL, but um, I, I, I want to write. I want to write and direct, and that's kind of what I thought you wanted to do. You seem to really like the writing aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Like they can be, they can not like me all they want. That's fine. To circle back into that as well is, I because I'm such a big personality and I'm a lot to deal with. And people don't know how to handle me. If I don't laugh at myself first, I'm going to have a big issue. So that's kind of where, like, I never had an issue with people laughing at me. Mm -hmm. Like, I've also, too, gone, like, body type. Like, I mean, you guys can kind of see my uh, knee scar there. I actually hadn't seen that, but now I do. Yeah, so I broke my kneecap 10 years ago, wakeboarding in Seattle. And I went from, like, total muscular jock to what you see in front of you. So I've been on the body spectrum of, like... Long-haired muscular jock. Right. No, not even long hair. But you know what I mean? Like, just thin to, like, overweight. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've had to adjust many things outside of just my lifestyle because of, you know, yeah, what yeah. had happened. Circumstance. Circumstance. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I know the answer to this, but does it bother you? About what? The 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 clickiness of it. Like, like, like if you want to say that Here's maybe you're not getting as many gigs Cleveland-wise, if that's kind of what you're kind of getting at due to misperceptions, which is what I've kind of interpreted as mm-hmm. what you just said. I mean, does that bother you or is it something it you're did. like, it just kind of is what it is? It did, but then I realized I'm the one getting booked at Gotham. I'm the one getting booked at that Zanies. Would, that'd be I'm, my reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have nothing but love for these people. Like, in the long run, I hope they succeed. But, like, I think people are afraid to say they don't like something of somebody else's. I When I worked with Robin Williams, I told him I didn't think he was funny. I've never found Robin Williams funny. His stand-up sucks. Ooh. His stand-up is terrible. Sorry, I never it's thought his stand-up awful. was funny. Well, it was actually hard to... Not only was his stand-up hard to watch, his interviews were damn near unbearable. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I told him I liked him as a dramatic actor. My three favorite Robin Williams performances are Good Morning Vietnam. Um, uh, of course, now I can't think of them. The one where uh, he's Dead the clown Poet Society. In, uh, not Patch Adams. Not Patch Adams. But Dead Poet Society. Um, Flubber? No. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> really? Manji. What? Well, Goodwill the, the Hunting was Jumanji. Jumanji, right? Because yeah, Jumanji I was, was, I was good. Goodwill Hunting was very, very. When good. When I told him I didn't like him as a comic, he said, "You have such bravery from just telling me that that you'll go far." And so when I told another comic, actually, I told Cody Cooper, who's on my who's on my roast, I'm like, I told him he wasn't funny once. So he's like, 
why would you do that? How dare you? I'm like, why are people so afraid to say they don't like something? There yeah. are big name Cleveland, quote unquote, big name Cleveland comics here. I don't like, I don't find them to be funny. Yeah. I have no problem dropping a name. Doesn't mean I don't like them as a person. I just don't find them funny. Right. It also technically doesn't mean that they're not funny. It just means that you don't. I don't find, find them, them funny. funny. Right. You, so this you is, fucking got that from your wife. Congratulations. You're growing I up. I yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Babe, Forty-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but so the reason that that, that I say that is because and this is something that's come up over the last. He and I have only been doing this a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we've always wanted to get on one of those best of kind of Cleveland lists. Mm-hmm. So we researched those and we've been listening to the other podcasts. And I said this to my wife because I found one. I, you mentioned that uh, – I wanted to mention this earlier. You said that you were on the Best of Cleveland thing and you hadn't done a show in like four months. Uh, about four or five months, yeah. So and it was Cleveland Scene, right? Cleveland Scene Magazine. So yeah. Cleveland Scene, actually, we found one on theirs. They had somebody uh, – Best Podcast 2018. Mm-hmm. They had someone on there who had not released a podcast since 2017. Mm-hmm. And that's not disparaging your comedy. You're clearly funny. I mean, you were very, very easy funny. to talk to. Thank you. But <laughs> he and I were just like, I don't get it. And then I actually started listening to other podcasts that were on that uh, uh, that list, mm-hmm. and I would say to my wife, like, I don't understand it. This sucks. And she's like, now, hold on. Yeah. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it sucks. My response was, that's crazy because it still feels like it sucks. <laughs> but I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, th- but that's the point of it. Just because I don't think telling a, a, a com- if you're a comic, and you mm-hmm. are, and you tell another comic, I don't find you funny. That doesn't mean you're not funny. It just you're not my my cup of tea. Well, so a to lot speak. of people will take that as a fuck you for sure thing. Oh, I get that too. If you, like, listen, I don't care if you don't think I'm funny. Do you? It doesn't fuck with my life. But I think it can also be creative feedback. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. If if I were to like, if I were to come to you guys and say, listen, I listen to Brian's episode. Everything else, I'm not a huge fan of. Do you? Are you guys going to take offense to that? Probably, and probably just bash you on online <laughs> oh, pretty, okay. pretty. But well, no, well, the, an- the answer is no. Say no, is no, but no. the answer is no. Right. That's yeah. why like, we joke yeah. around about the swearing thing, but we actually thought about it. Yeah. You know, we want people to listen. We want people to hear. I understand that people are going to hear us and maybe not think that we're funny. I get that. Mm-hmm. And if you, that's the same thing, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I, my wife has told me, she's dumb, but I mean, my wife, has, <laughs> my wife has said things before. She's like, I didn't understand the episode. And I get that. We're never going to have three what what we're never going to have 8.9 billion followers we're yeah. not everyone's not going to get it that's how many people on the, in the in the world just quit now then exactly yeah so yeah, i exactly. shut it down <laughs> I but i mean i i very Stop. much understand what you're saying yeah. like it's just it's it's not I, I we do take the feedback and sometimes we're like you know what maybe we can make adjustments other times we're like i don't think we can do that because it's just what we like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, it's not hating, but there are many uh, quote unquote names in the Cleveland comic world that will only ever be Cleveland comics. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. But if they also, want- I want to clarify, he, Joey likes all of our episodes. They're very, <laughs> I just want to make sure that, yeah. I just that was that was awkward, right? <laughs> no, not for me. Like they're all really it's awkward f- now. I mean, they're all really, really funny. <laughs> Okay, I'm take let's my malort and just go. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but no, I think I think being honest with people in any way, shape, or form, where it could, if I'm again, I, I don't know. It's just if I'm making an art piece and you don't like it, tell me. Let me, maybe I can work on something else different. You know what I mean? You know, and, and I actually, uh, I'm sorry, you were gonna say something, but I think what you just said is what's the most important part, I agree. right? And I don't care what the art is. 
if you're if you find something to breathe life in that art, you owe it to the art. You don't owe it to the person consuming it. Agreed. Well, you owe it to the art. I'll, I'll use this as another example. A year and a half ago, I had posted on my page within a year I wanted to book Comedy Cellar in New York City, which is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. And I got so much shit from so many people on the scene, like "Who the fuck are you?" Yada yada yada. And a year later, I booked Gotham. Like. Yeah. Tell me I can't do something. I'm gonna do it. Sure. You know what I mean. Like it's. I, and it's, I understand that. Like and the, because the... of Gotham now, I have an invite to go back with people to Gotham again, and then I have a way into the comedy cellar now. So it's like, all right, I, I who's guess, doing what here? I don't understand like the 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 backlash of it. You know, I'm not in the community, so it's mm-hmm. fine. But I mean, I've been to the cellar actually. When we, I've been to New York seven eight times, mm-hmm. and one of the times we're like, we got to go to the cellar because mm-hmm. we know what that is in terms of mm-hmm. you know like the 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 comedy mecca, whatever you want to call it. But that, mm-hmm. that's a place that people want to pass through. We went through, saw Dave Attell. I mean, it was it was amazing. It was yeah. a great 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 time. So I understand that. that that's just somebody in the industry wanting to achieve what they're perceiving as like a big milestone. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the getting shit for it, but I'm yeah apparently not going to. So I I, I don't just, get it either. Just do you. But if I'm bothering you that much, you got bigger problems in your life. If you're that's, focused on somebody, yeah, yeah. I, I very much agree. Yeah, it's but just, yeah. So to answer your question, long story short, yes, I used to get pissed, but now I just don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, I forgot to even ask the question yeah. to be honest. I, 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 we went off on so many tangents there. So. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. Rebel. The, the name of this episode is going to be We Do Not Stay on Topic. No, not at all. <laughs> Featuring Joey G. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. but, that's, but that's fine. Like, you know, what do you what do you have coming up that you wanna yeah. that you wanna plug? We're like, I, by the way, and I'm not saying this because you're here. I, I think you're fucking hilarious. Oh, like you. this I has been so a too. this has been a lot. Of, well, I'm sure you do. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I also find me hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, this is kind of what we wanted to do. We we have the show coming up. We want to promote the show, but we also want to meet get to know you guys, people yeah. in the Cleveland area. We want to meet the comics that are going to be on the show. I'm again. The the more of the the time that we spend with the comics, like with Brian, with you, mm. the more excited I am with it. Because yeah. now we're gonna go on there and be like, I've talked you to Joey for funny. ninety minutes. They're hilarious and they're yeah. awesome people, and you definitely got to come. It's gonna make us push the show more. Okay, heard. heard. Well, when is when is this premiering? No, well, this will come out Monday. Yeah. Okay, so Sunday. We'll night. send you all the info for yeah. it perfect. as soon as it goes out. So then this works perfect. Um. So yeah. So uh, to still table on September 29th. The show's at 12:30. It is the roast of me. Um. It, Joey Gentile. Uh. It will be right, the master roaster that. is Liz Blanc. Um. It'll feature Alex Gallagher, Brian Sternick, John Armstrong, um, uh, Tabitha Jones, who is my comedy mother. She got me started kind of here in Cleveland. Uh, and I'm missing someone, and I feel really, really bad. Yeah, they're probably not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex, Ta- Alex, Tabitha. Oh, Cody Cooper. Okay, okay. Um, yep, sorry, I was right. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, outside of that, uh, with the distillery as well, actually, uh, that same week, well, the week following is October 7th, is a Monday. Um, at the distillery, the bartenders, myself, were taking over the spot to do our first pop-up bar. Um, so it's a Friday the 13th. Nice. Yeah, it's a Friday the 13th themed night at Crime Crystal Lake. We're decorating the place out. Wait, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where is that? Uh, hold, hold on. We'll get to that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's at Distilled Table on Madison in Lakewood no. it, on October 7th. Tickets are on Eventbrite. Okay, 7th. Got yep. 7th. It is a Friday the 13th themed pop-up bar with Jason themed gotcha. cocktails or food trucks, yada, yada, yada. It's also for charity. So we're doing 50-50 raffle baskets with local businesses across town. 
And I contacted some of the actors from the original series. They're don donating signed merch from the movies. Nice. And, and a, yeah, a percentage of those proceeds toward the raffle are going to go towards the Cleveland LGBT Center. That's freaking rad. Yeah. So Wait, that's, on that's Monday, in Gordon right? Square, isn't it? It is. And, okay. But the pop-up bar is in Lakewood. Gotcha. And gotcha. you can get tickets on Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E. If you're in the Lakewood area, just type in Comedy Brunch or Friday the 13th and get your tickets. But they do sell out every show, so get them as soon as possible. Outside of that, then it's your show, and then I'm not doing anything in Cleveland again, and then I'll be back on tour. Okay. So. Yeah. Do you know anything about the, that tour yet? Uh, not a whole lot yet. Okay. Again, I'm still working on negotiation for pay for the Jimmy Kimmel Conic okay. Comedy Club. Hopefully that comes through. Oh, and then Academy Queens is my own podcast. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Please promote that. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So it, um, it's it's very specific in what it is. It's um, an LGBT podcast. Myself and my co-host, we... Uh, we rank and shade the nominees of yesteryear is what we say. Okay. Uh, so we started with 1970. Season one was 70 through 79. So we talked about all the lead and supporting actresses. And then we also interviewed some of the nominees and winners. And so we have episodes for that and bonus episodes all over. You've, you've interviewed some of the nominees. Yeah. No shit. Bro, I'm marketing brain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to bartend for the rest of my life. God. Yeah. I'm sorry. So give me an example. Who have you interviewed? Um, well, for an That's example, so, awesome. so Ronnie Blakely was our first interview. She was nominated in 75 for Nashville and supporting actress. If you don't know her by name, you know her as the, the original mom in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. oh Nancy's shit. mom. She gets sucked through the, through the door. The, through yes. the door at the end. Yes. So yeah. she was our first interview. Um, and then we got um, interest from uh, Margaret Avery, who played Suge in The Color Purple. She mm, was oh. Whoopi Goldberg's lesbian lover. Okay. Lily Tomlin. Was a big one. Yes. What? Yes. You had Lily Tomlin? We haven't had her on yet. We've been working with her publicist for literally two months trying to get her scheduled. Love Lily Tomlin. Oh, my God. Um, outside of that, we also have the Academy Queens Twitter, uh, which we're very active on. Um, film Twitter is a big community. So, um, but yeah. We're actually, we're starting our third season in October, and we'll have a Patreon going for merch now, because we've had requests for merch, and it's a yeah. lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Well, if that... Alone right there doesn't make anyone listening yeah. want to watch this. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I totally uh, agree. I will That's... say though, our pilot episode 1970 is so horribly bad because it's a pilot episode. Yeah, like our it's pilot we took ours down. Amazing. It's <laughs> did you really? we took ours down. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. I was wondering why episodes one and two. Dog, were yeah, shit. Yeah, we had uh, we had an, we at one point in time we had another host. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, was that, that like Duke or something or? or Bert, it was four letter name. I yeah, know it was Duke Burt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duke Burt was our third host. Uh, Jerry, that was it. Yeah, he. Um, How did you know that? Nailed it. Grizz, we used to call him Grizz. I read your episode like what they're about. And, I don't uh, read those. Okay. He <laughs> um, he just did not understand. How to not insult people by not making it like sound like he wasn't trying to insult them. There's a difference between calling someone a fucking idiot and saying you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> he, I get it. it was a, it was very Oof. much a like there was. It's so hard to get into, but I, <laughs> because we, we, when I said that we've been doing this for a year and a half, we've probably been doing it for longer. Oh, two we years. Had, we had to Over. scrap like thirteen episodes mm. when and, and it's I it. I don't think he was doing this on purpose at all. I, I just don't. It's just like sometimes he would say stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, right. well, we're not going to edit that out because we don't know how to. So, well, at least we're practicing. <laughs> so you had to Because something would be yeah. said, and you're just like, oh, Christ. Man. Like, it'd be something where he'd be 
very pro-gay, and at the same time, it sounded super anti-gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like He's like, so, you know, you're welcome, gays. We're like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they're super psyched. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it wasn't, like it wasn't malicious. I, honestly, it was not malicious at all. But yeah. it would come off. You're just like, this isn't working. Yeah. So, listen, it, it happens. But yeah, if you go to listen to ours, 1970s terrible. We don't record in order either, so it's like 71's really good, then 72 and 73 we did around 70. Gotcha. So it's really weird. So the first season's all over. But it, well, we, check it out. I mean, we, yeah. we, oh, we, no, we no, officially sure. just charted on the U.S. Apple. Podcast that's that's incredible. It was that, insane. That's really, so really we're doing awesome. something good. How did you end up on? Do you know how you ended up on that list? Yeah, people actually listen to us. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, fuck it. No, <laughs> I'm fuck with you. Uh, no, yeah. We uh, we I don't know what you guys use for your um for your uh, home site, but we use MySpace. Nice. We're really into MySpace. <laughs> nice. We heard it's about to come back. <laughs> Making a comeback. Uh, we use Podbean as our home site, so oh, yeah. okay. it, it tracks everything. We're on every continent now except for Antarctica. Like it tells us everything, and so a lot of people just listen to us, and we got we charted. It was really cool. That no, that's, that's actually kind of that's funny. But it, it took us twenty two episodes, including okay, two. Bonus stop episodes. bragging. Stop. Just stop right there. We're you're gonna yeah. Be, we have thirty eight. So yeah. from a number standpoint, we're better. So <laughs> I mean, we also did start in March, and we. You, know. you stop bragging. <laughs> no, we fun. um. It, it's funny. I can't read. We use we use SoundCloud <laughs> as our home. Okay. Um. So we get all kinds of analytics. So we're we're we've got listens across over fifty countries. Um, yeah. Over half the states. Solid. Solid. So we our base is growing, mm-hmm. but you clearly have found. By the way, that's a super unique thing you're doing like i've not yeah. i've not heard of anything it, it, it is your comedy podcasts everywhere yeah and then comedy subjective right but well, what you're doing is so one of the really ones unique one of the ones that i do listen to is uh how did this get made because yeah. i i think it's i think they're brilliant did you listen to their episode on serenity no the I, actually, I actually just got oh wait, the, wrong, uh, movement. Wrong, wrong, wrong serenity yeah yeah the uh i just did the uh drop dead fred one. Oh yes it's so good but Yours is similar to that, but actually it digs deeper and goes longer. And I I, cool. I didn't know about that. I, we're definitely going to check it out. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we have fun with our people too. Like I like I fuck with people all the time on our Twitter. And like, for an example, like one of the merch shirts that I want to do, because again, it was weird. People are like, we want merch. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, I call, I really can't stand Glenn Close. So I call her the dollar store Jessica Lang. And so I'm <laughs> making... <laughs> I'm making a shirt. Like my first merch shirt has Dollar Store Jessica Lang written on it. So I'm like, I'm really excited to get that out because I can't wait to wear it. Get out. Can can we can we peel this back a little bit? Yeah. What is your what is your disdain for Glenn Close? It all goes back to Fatal Attraction. I was going to say. I remember being a kid going to Niagara Falls and seeing like this movie ride, and it was the bathtub scene. I'm like, what is that? My mom's like, it's Fatal Attraction. It's really really cool. And then I remember watching it, and just even as a kid, I was like, she's stupid. Like, I, she's not believable to me in that movie. And I'm just, it, for some reason, it's always just stuck with me. It's like, I don't like Jeff Bridges. He's my one go-to male actor that I don't like. And Glenn Close is my one female actress I don't like. Jeff Bridges? Really? Jeff Bridges. There's something about Jeff Bridges. Like, I hate Big Lebowski. Hate it. You are certainly the minority there. Oh, I know. I I, I, I don't love it, by the way. I but really I, don't. I, I'm a I Jeff Bridges fan. But dude, like, Lebowski, I mean... He's God the dude. Damn. I True get, he's grit. The dude. I mean, oh no. 
But that's that's also a fun thing too with what we do because Brandon and I are both voters for the awards at awards time. Like we're not Oscar voters, but we vote for the um, Independent Spirit Awards, so we're part of that Academy. So like we get all the movies sent to our house and we vote on you know best actress, best Fuck off. You know, that's yeah, that's awesome. So um, you know we are we do this podcast, but we're also a part of the awards season because we are voters. So yeah. you know we all we put our money where our mouth is with our with our talks. So. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, I, congratulations. I, assume, I assume Jeff Bridges is listening, and I'm sorry. So. <laughs> no, uh, sound, in all seriousness, that's pretty awesome, though. That, yeah, that really it sounds is. like you're good for you. I'm glad you get to do your career, that's and really that's awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. Like, I um, mean, who wouldn't want to do this for a fucking you? living? You know, what? Who wouldn't want to do this for a living? Oh, I what? I would. Who wouldn't want? To, I don't know where I'm <laughs> losing you. <laughs> Are you deaf? <laughs> hey, we no. Our deaf name audience the is movie. not going to be happy. Come about on, that. name that movie. Are you deaf? Remember, do you remember the movie Woo with Jada Pinkett? No. Okay. Are you, how big a Jada Pinkett Listen, fan are you? Listen, this has just come yeah, up. This has come up way <laughs> no, too much. There's this movie where she goes, she goes to a bar and the bartender won't serve her. And she's like, give me a champagne. He's like, I don't have a champagne. And she goes, what do you mean you don't have champagne? And the bartender goes, are you deaf? And that's where that was from. I'm looking that's at, where we didn't get that. Um, so I'm looking crazy. At, uh, <laughs> crazy Glenn, thing. Glenn it's right up there with Moonlight uh, and all the other movies we talked about. Woo? Woo. Fuck. That's I'm looking at uh, Glenn Close's. Um, oh, I actually don't know much that she's. Done I was just going of... to say. I mean, in all in all seriousness, I think she was on the Shield for a while. That was it. I mean, there's not a lot here. I mean, she's she's a big name in Hollywood too. I mean, she's right? a dollar store. I guess I've Jessica never really Lang. thought about that. Jessica Lange's the bomb. Jessica Lange's amazing. Have you ever th- seen the? Now, oh, Jessica, actually, but Jessica, Jessica Lange was in it, so maybe you don't like it. The King Kong with Jessica Lange. You know, like, that almost ruined her career, right? Uh, that made her career, in my mind. Well, Jessica Lang is actually a, a woman who I would totally break my gay cycle for. Same here. Oh, ju- yeah. Except ju- for the gay cycle thing. I just... No, it doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. Remember with you? It doesn't matter who it that is. That actually it is, because actually, I, I'm, this is not even a fucking lie. My wife and I were talking about the other day about people that we would bring into our bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, Jessica dude, Lang I was caved, mentioned? No, I caved on, like, five dudes. Ryan Reynolds, I was like, done. Let's do that, John Legend, mm-hmm. for sure. So would you be I'll the text him now? Would you be the top or the bottom here for that? I, I think I win either way. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You but there was a bunch. She and it's not even just that she was saying it. I was answering quickly. <laughs> She's like Ryan Reynolds, like done. Yeah. She's like, what if we did a couple swap with Ryan and Blake? I'm like, Wait, I'm fine a with that swap. Yeah. So like you get Blake Lively? No, no. I think in the scenario he I'm gets fine Ryan. either way. Oh, yeah. If she was like, "What if you got Ryan?" I'm like, I'm "Good either way." I think I win no matter what. Yeah. So if you're listening, Ryan, and I'm sure you are, <laughs> hit me up two one six Bunce Road. <laughs> I was say what? I really thought he was going for that. So did I. I was like, <laughs> do my full like, phone number right there? Yeah, I was like, it, okay. No, I don't want him. Please to send I, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Here. No, he'll, right. <laughs> no, he'll probably text. All right. Any anything else? You promoted everything. Promoted everything. We've got uh, the November eight show. Oh shit! Are we done here already? Already. I mean, we've been well, going not yet. We can maybe have do. We? Yeah, but we can chill. We can chill. Oh, no, I'm, I just that went fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Was good. Uh, November eighth. We can do uh, one more uh, celebratory okay. shot before you go. Um, okay. November 8th, we've got the uh, Guiltless <laughs> Comedy it. Night, and uh, tickets are already on sale. 50% of the tickets are legitimately gone. Yes. That is not a marketing ploy, you assholes. No, it actually We're is. saying that that is legit. Our, uh, our, our uh, event planner, Christy, uh, creatively hosted the best in the biz. Easy. Uh, easy, the best in the biz. She has uh, really killed it for us, and she gives us updates all the time. We are literally 50% sold, so 
Get your tickets ASAP. And we keep trying to tell everybody we know who are friends and family that yep. like, we're going to go. We're going to go. Please buy tickets. Please, because they aren't going to be there. So thank you thank for you coming guys. on. This has been a lot of fun. I'm really glad to have uh, gotten this done, and I'm glad we're going to get some more of these comics on and have a good time. Yeah, yes. you're like in the top two t- comics that we've had on so far. Oh I mean, that's God, pretty awesome. The top? Yes! Oh. There you go, and yes! now you know. As long, well, actually, that makes sense if I'm above Brian Sternick because he's a little bitch. Oh. I did get so, a bird. So really I got a bottom vibe from him. So really quick. Are we still on? Really quick? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Brian. We're not going to turn it off now. So I went to Holy Name High School freshman year, and Brian went to Holy Name. Mm. But I guess he's like, so I went to school with his sister, Kayla. So we were in the same grade because I was class of 2010. And... Brian, I think, was two years younger. So we were always weirdly connected through his sister. Gotcha. But Brian's like 24 with a hairline that's 77. Yeah. So like, <laughs> can't really tell that he's 24. We right? discussed. I guessed him 32. Yeah, I heard that. I laughed really hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's open. He's like, I shave my head once every six months. All right. Fucking well, buy weird. tickets, please, because we're going to have a good time with, with folks like Brian and Joey and Raj and John and Ricky and a bunch of other people who oh you're going to get to meet. All right. Have a good night. So bad. How's that, my lord? It actually gets worse. It's weird. It's weird.